0: We go to breweries a lot.
1: Like, a lot, a lot.
0: And when we're there, it's always fun to have a game to play.
1: And lately, we can't get enough of Dice Throne.
0: Marvel Dice Throne is a fast and fun board game for all ages. Each player selects one of eight heroes to face off in a head-to-head battle to see who earns the right to take the throne.
1: Gameplay involves strategically rolling dice to activate special abilities, playing unique hero cards to manipulate results, and upgrading your hero board to power up your stats. This is currently being crowdfunded on Kickstarter, and we'll have Kickstarter exclusives.
0: Go there now to reserve your copy.
2: Hey, it's Andrew Morgan, host of the Nomcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. Each week, we
0: review the biggest Netflix original movies with special guests from the film industry, the music industry, comedians, and of course, our fellow podcasters. Check us out on the web at nomcastpod.com. Follow us on the socials at Nomcast Pod. And most importantly, listen and subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Hit that beat one time.
1: smell la 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 what crack and what open is cooking
2: uh
1: what <laughs> I'm Mike and I'm Elise and we're talking about booze yes. what booze are we talking about a cider or is it a beer or is it a cider
0: or is it a beer
1: I'm confused help me, me. too what <laughs> are we drinking? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so this week we are cracking open Light of the Sun, a cider from Stormalong Cider located in Sherbourne, Massachusetts. And I know we did a cider last week, which is out of the norm, but this is kind of a a nice segue back into beer. Things will come back around and we'll explain so, Stormalong Cider was founded in 2014 by Shannon Edgar, who wanted to showcase the virtues of cider made with the right apples. This is according to their website quote: "Cider is a complex and nuanced beverage, and the apple selection and blends are paramount. We treat cider making as an artistic endeavor, a renaissance of sorts." Oh. Uh, Using a blend of culinary and rare heirloom varieties, we ferment and age our ciders with traditional and modern techniques, showcasing the unique characteristics of the diverse apples. Stormalong is committed to quality. They respect the apple, the ingredients, and the process. They aim to increase the awareness of diversity of apple cultivars, some of which have been around since the country was founded, while continuing to innovate and explore in the pursuit of cider's full potential. So, as I mentioned, Stormalong is located in Sherbourne, Massachusetts, and this is not by chance. In the late 1800s, the largest refined cider mill in the world was located in Sherbourne, exporting a champagne cider. uh, Oh,
1: color me intrigued.
0: (laughs) To England and other places abroad. And around that time, there were about 40 orchards in town, and the owner of the cider mill, Jonathan Holbrook, convinced the Framingham and Mansfield Railroad to align their track through Sherborne with his cider mill. The first freight train into the town was loaded with apples headed to Holbrook's mill. But surprisingly, over time, and even with a rich history of cider making in the Northeast, the tradition all but disappeared. Stormalong is inspired by this robust, hard cider lineage and felt like Sherbourne was the best place to help reignite this tradition. And just another tidbit from their website before we move on to the cider itself. Quote, in a semi-forgotten slice of history, we were inspired by the tall tale of Captain Alfred Bulltop Stormalong, described as a larger-than-life figure, epically tall, originating out of New England and heralded as the greatest deep-water sailor to have ever lived. The giant Stormy was innovative, excelled at his craft and broke down barriers. Literally, he was said to have drilled the course of the Panama Canal. Like Captain Stormalong, we are always pushing boundaries, learning, growing and furthering our craft. We hope you'll join us and make it a celebration. End quote. And they actually have a picture of Stormy, Captain Stormalong Stormalong. (laughs) on the website, too. Uh, All right. So we're talking about light of the sun one of Stormalong's year-round offerings from their core lineup. It clocks in at 6.5% ABV, and they describe it like this. Quote, a citrusy, refreshing cider dry hopped with citra and equinaut hops. At the time of dry hopping, we add guava to enhance the tropical, citrusy taste, which is on the drier side. End quote. The apples they used in the cider include Northern Spy, Ida Red, Golden Delicious, and Jonah Gold.
1: What was the first one?
0: Northern Spy. I've never even heard of
1: that apple before.
0: Uh, So I know Golden Delicious and Jonah Gold are culinary? Like you, they're good for using for pies and stuff and mm-hmm. baking.
1: I also really like Golden Delicious to eat too. But yeah. So I'm
0: assuming that Northern Spy and maybe Ida Red. I feel like I've seen Ida Red maybe before, but I've I had don't.
1: Ida Reds before. I mean, I can't remember what they taste like, but I know I've had them.
0: Yeah. So I'm thinking those are more the heir, rare heirloom varieties. Um, so this cider falls right in between dry and medium dry on their sweetness scale. So on the lower end, but not fully like dry. And fun fact, this year, Light of the Sun took home the silver medal in the Great Lakes International Cider and Perry competition, or as they call it, glint cap, (laughs) which I had to look up. (laughs) Uh, It also took the bronze medal in the New York International Cider competition this year. And last year in 2020, it also won the something in the Good Food Awards as well. So. As you may have guessed, I chose Light of the Sun because this is the only cider I've ever seen that's dry hopped. I thought that was really unique. And like I said, a good segue back into normal beer next week.
1: Normal beer, special fantastic beer. We have a special fantastic beer for you next week. I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's great. (laughs) You know what it is. Yeah, but I forgot (laughs) because I got a bad memory.
0: Good. (laughs) So Light of the Sun is dry hopped with Citra and Equinot. Oh, wait, I remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So Citra hops, a.k.a. 114, were first bred back in 1990. And Citra's lineage includes U.S. Tettnanger, Hallertauer Mittelfra, Brewer's Gold, East Kent Golding, and an unknown variety of American wild hop. And Citra hops, as we know, are citrusy. <gasps> They have an ideal mix of high alpha acids and low cohumulone, making it good for bittering, but it's also excellent as an aroma or flavor addition at any stage from pre to post-boil. This is in large part due to their high myrcene content, which is one of the major hop oils, and it's heavily associated with citrus, but can also be found in mango, lemongrass, verbena, and grapefruit. Citra can also lend delicate and desired aromatics, including gooseberry, lychee, mango, melon, grapefruit, orange rind, and passion fruit. And then we've got Equinox, which used to be known as Equinox, um, but the name was changed due, it, due to a trademark dispute over the name. So Equinot hops were developed by the Hop Breeding Company as a joint venture that started back in 2001, and the goal was to try and coax a higher yield than Warrior hops, but to keep the Warrior's high alpha acid content and gain some of the better traits from the wild Father hop. So Warrior was the hop that they crossed to get Equinot. Mm.
1: Um, what was the wild hop?
0: Mystery. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> One plant was selected for breeding in 2003 when the hop was designated HBC366, and then experimenting and observation continued until the hop's official release in 2014. So, iguana is a distinctive aroma hop, bringing notes of lemon and lime citrus, fruits like papaya and apple, as well as green pepper and herbs like sage or even eucalyptus. Ooh. It's commonly used in American pale ales, IPAs, Saisons, Sours, and Pilsners. So needless to say, I am very intrigued as to how these hops, which we've had in plenty of beers before, will mm-hmm. work in a cider.
1: I have a question. Yes. So Equinot hops mm-hmm. have a taste of eucalyptus. Eucalyptus is toxic. How do you know what eucalyptus tastes like? Even koalas can't really eat eucalyptus. It's such it's a, got a weird. It's
0: got a very soothing smell. It's, it's just very a weird like,
1: description.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like this
1: toxic plant <laughs> has a taste of poison ivy.
0: Hmm. Mm, yes, sumac. Don't say poison ivy. I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to crack this open?
1: I want to taste eucalyptus. So I guess so. I'm curious <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> it it says that that there there might be like a hint of it. You had Don- my
1: attention, but now you have my curiosity
0: <laughs> alright let's do this
1: <laughs> nice I smell beer it smells yeah, like hops
0: Yeah, well no I'm getting some apple too but there's definitely hops there I'm getting apple but also like sometimes
1: when you get the, the hops that taste like the apple peel Hmm. like you don't know
0: oh there's the sediment
1: should have rolled you can it is did you
0: roll your can
1: no it's cider i didn't know there's sediment
0: oh this is so bizarre i'm i get the guava now too that it's poured out the sweetness
1: it smells it definitely has an apple smell but it smells like you're drinking some kind of special craft beer it does not smell like necessarily cider no and it looks like if you were to ask me what this was, I would say it was beer because it's also so hazy.
0: Yeah. It's all, but it's extremely carbonated, like on the sides in a weird way that beer usually isn't.
1: True. Almost like a champagne y kind of carbonation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let's dive in. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Oh, that is weird. This really takes you on a journey. It does. It's very, it's, very, it's not hop sweet. forward. And then, it, and then it kind of mellows out into the cider, and then it mellows further into the sweetness of the guava.
1: Yeah. It takes forever to get to that sweetness, but even that, that sweetness is barely there.
0: hmm
1: It's such a... And it's not dry either. But it
0: needs to be there to balance out the slight bitterness right oh, off I'm the Oh, I'm sure, yeah,
1: because you don't get really... Do you get a bitterness?
0: A little bit, like right off the top.
1: I guess. Mostly just bubbles, I'm getting.
0: hmm it a is very, a lot of bubbles. And a
1: very light taste. It's very thirst quenching. Like this is really refreshing.
0: Yeah. They, I, looking back on their Instagram account, this is a very popular one during the summer.
1: I can see why. Yeah. This is super refreshing right now. Mm-hmm.
0: But it is a year long offering. So
1: very refreshing. Like you said, you go hops, apple, guava. And the hops are so pronounced.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: really is just like, and that might be because, you know, apples are, yeah, you know, there's there's less going on. Oh, not less going on in Apple. There's just apples are more.
0: It's a different base.
1: Yeah, there's. I guess there's less going on with an apple than there is in like a mash for beer. Mm-hmm. So like you don't get like it's none of those malts or whatever interfering with the citrus. Yeah. Or the citra and the equinot and all that. It really does come through really, really like strong.
0: Yeah. And I think the lightness of the golden delicious. That's in this, I think is, is shining through too. Yes. The light sweetness.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Is like a golden delicious kind of lightness. You're right. And a golden delicious has a little bit of that souriness to it too. Mm-hmm.
0: Just a little bitter.
1: Just, yeah. That probably helps with the, uh, it's not quite as sour as like a Granny Smith, mm-hmm. but that light sourness that a golden delicious has probably blends well with the hops better than yeah. like a, like a Macintosh would or anything like that.
0: Mm-hmm yeah so they they really do focus on the the blending of the different types of apples and what everything brings to it.
1: You do get that the aftertaste
0: mm-hmm.
1: when your sip is long gone. it does it's like apples is what's left in your mouth, but like very lightly
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that guava only lasts for a brief second
0: yeah it's it's fleeting.
1: It really just like, oh, and here's some sweetness for the end of your sip
0: very Which. enjoyable.
1: I'm trying to get the eucalyptus.
0: I know you are. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. You're searching for it. <laughs> I think
1: I might be getting that. I think if there's something kind of earthy and plant-like.
0: Yeah, that's what they, they were talking about. The, like the herby, like sage, even.
1: Maybe sage. Yeah, it just tastes like earth, like plant. Mm-hmm. Like innocuous, like really just like, hey, this is plant. What is it? I don't know. Not in like a bad way. Not like you're eating dirt or or just no, shoving no, not, your face with not grass. No, no, not unpleasant. Or like not yeah. Well, not that grass is unpleasant either. There have been other beers or something where we've had like a grassy, a nice yeah where where, where they said the,
0: the where they said the hops were like fresh cut grass or something.
1: And we've had that. and I've experienced that, but ooh, not just, in a bad way. I just burped, and it tasted like beer. That's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I mean it's it's really good in the citrus and the uh, it's, uh, excuse me the citra and the equinox blend really well together as well yes because it really is just this kind of like grapefruity plant thing that you're getting at the very front like hop
2: Mm -hmm.
1: well i guess a light bitterness now that the bubbles are kind of going down followed by just a wave of refreshment just nice cold refreshment and then guava Mm
0: -hmm. and then and it it is hey there's apples (laughs) i will say it. it it it's according to their sweetness scale, it is not extremely sweet. It is a little bit on the drier side. Like I do get that a little bit of that crisp feel at, on my tongue. At it's the crisp. End of it, yeah. But not, it's not so dry, like a brute champagne or like a really dry wine.
1: Right. Or even like backcountry, which we had last week mm-hmm. was pretty dry. Yeah. Not like very dry, but I mean the dry, the better. I, I love dry.
0: Yeah, stuff. you do.
1: Um, but this is also phenomenal. Like, the sweetness is not like, that's my complaint about most ciders. That's mm-hmm. why I kind of booed ciders when we started this podcast all the time. <laughs> <clears throat> but now we have these ciders that aren't big cider, I guess. And they're not angry big orchards. cider, yeah. And they're not trying to like kill me with sweetness. It's not trying to be like a soda, which yeah, I, mean, it's I love not a, soda. It's not like, a candy. It's like a different kind of, yeah, candy. Like just poof. These ciders are fantastic. They're phenomenal. They've really shown me that ciders can be good. It mm-hmm. makes me interested to try more ciders. Mm-hmm. To say like, hey, you know, I don't want an angry orchard, but if I see a cider in like a liquor store, if I see a cider available at a restaurant, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to try that cider now because I do think I want to, especially after these last two episodes, expand my cider horizons. Yeah. There have been so many days this last week after we did Backcountry where I came home and I was just like, do we have cider? I something <laughs> apples.
0: <laughs> and... Just spoiler alert, we also tried a different one from Storm Along that I I could only find one can of at the liquor store. Um, We tried that last week and that was excellent. It was made with hibiscus. Yep, hibiscus. Um, That was delicious. And then we were looking on the website and apparently they also make a cider with uh, apples from Wallingford, Connecticut, which we obviously have to pick up next time at the liquor store it's mm-hmm. we're obligated <laughs> ct i'm very excited to try that one
1: no it's yeah i mean these are really really good they're really interesting unique not overly sweet just like something that you can drink that's not beer but mm-hmm. it's also not a cocktail or just a glass of whiskey which, or wine or wine yeah which you drink more than me but mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's something new and something unique and something new to explore. And I think maybe we'll be cracking more of these open on the podcast. Yeah. Obviously, beer is our first and major love. But it's interesting to be able There's to go in to and be, and said. be like, hey, yeah, crack open a cider and not all ciders. I know other people that are just like me who don't want ciders because ciders are bad because they drink Angry Orchard. all, mm-hmm. Like, if they ever have them. And that was me until
0: that for a long time Most that was it. all the hard ciders that were around
1: yeah i mean so. gaffed we did last year or two years ago was our first time we did gaffed. last year yeah yeah and that was like wow ciders can be good yeah but i was like that's just gotta be one in a million and now we've had these we've had three ciders in the last week and it's just like wow maybe i'm wrong mm-hmm. ciders can be good uh but yeah i thoroughly enjoy this i liked last week's i think this is a perfect segue into beer because this is not quite a segue and it's not quite beer. It's almost like that seltzer we had. Um,
0: oh, the the seltzer that was dry hopped from Willa Brew or something.
1: Something like that. Yep. This is very similar to that and mm-hmm. it's kind of the best of both worlds in a way. Yeah. It really does smell like beer on the top. It, it smells like something you would get at the like Area 2 from Two Roads is a uh, experimental,
0: experimental, experimental brewery yeah. and
1: they do a lot of like weird sours and deal with different bacterias to make beer mm-hmm. and, and some of your beer ends up Similar to this in that it's fruity and earthy and the bacteria makes the beer sweeter or mm. different. And that's kind of what this is in taste. So if you like experimental beer, if you like weird sours and and Flanders Reds and- Lambics. Bretinomyoses and Lambics <laughs> and all that, just um, give some of these other ciders a try. Especially yeah, ones give that it are a chance. Because it does taste like that. And it's made with apples, so it's got to be good for you, right?
0: Right? It's healthy.
1: Keeps the doctor away.
0: (laughs) Is this our apple a day?
1: I think this counts. Cool. (laughs) Uh, So the can is really cool. It's really kind of eye-catching. It's abstract. It's hard to describe, but it's very much like a light pink.
0: You see why it stood out on the shelf.
1: (laughs) A light green, almost yellow kind of back color Mm -hmm. um, with different, different patterns of like shiny holographic green and like a gold and different prints and they're all circles or rays and there's some printed clouds all over the place and like um pixel kind of not pixel um pointillism clouds
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's done like a pattern almost like a quilted pattern in a, in a kind of very modern abstract kind of way but it definitely showcases hey sun and especially the biggest half circle on the front is green Light yellow green and then yellow in the center, almost like an avocado, but it's definitely the sun and it's super shiny. While the pink is kind of matted and speckled, which is really cool. The speckling is nice. And uh, it's a full wraparound on a tall boy. That's right. This is a tall boy can. Mm-hmm. Last week we had a 12 ouncer. This is a 16 ouncer. It's true. Storm Along's front and center. It's done in almost like an old West kind of font with the kind of pointiness to the uh, the letters as it goes along. And it says on top, American Hard Cider, like printed, like stamped, like you'd get on a barrel, <laughs> uh, which old Storm along would probably love. Uh, then it says Light of the Sun in very fancy font. And it says Good Food Awards, winner 20 uh, to 2020 of uh, winners on the side, which is interesting. They don't usually put their award like that, like front no, and center. No,
0: no, it's true. Also,
1: what's the Good Food Award? Because it won other awards. So what's. I guess what's so special about yeah, it
0: that they actually put it on the can? I want to know. That's how what I was wondering. Popular
1: the good food awards are Uh hopped cider with citrus, equinot hops. That is not how I figured it was spelled. <laughs>
0: and oh, guava. I had, that's the thing, is I had to look up how it was pronounced equinot. after seeing how it was spelled.
1: Yeah, I'd pronounce that equinot if I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16 fluid ounces, 6% alcohol by volume. And this is all in the very front, too. On this left side, you've got the uh, regular boring barcode, which, I mean, come on print an apple barcode wouldn't that Ooh. be interesting
0: uh
1: respect the apple is on the side which was on the side of the one that at least got for us that we drank kind of off mic <laughs> uh, a couple of days ago it's <laughs> <laughs> like they respect the apple is kind of fun then the government warning that says please recycle contain sulfites on the right hand side in the kind of greenish yellow side that i described it says dry hopped with citrus and Equinot hops with a little hop next to it, then a picture of guava, and it says guava, tropical, crisp, and refreshing. And goddamn, this is refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Although I don't know if I would say it's citrusy. Those dry hop,
1: uh, it doesn't say citrusy, it says tropical, crisp, uh, and refreshing. Okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be citrusy to be tropical. Would you say that pineapples are
0: citrusy? No.
1: But they're super tropical.
0: Apricot is tropical. I I could have sworn that citrusy was in the description of one of the things that I read for it.
1: It's in the description of what citrus is. Yeah, but citrus can be many things. It's true. Although usually, yes, it's just citrusy. (laughs) But sometimes it's just stone fruity. Now I got to take another sip to make sure. Yeah, no. Mm. Uh, This is pretty close to the dry scale on your on. According to them, on the little line of dry, medium dry, medium sweet, and sweet, it's about halfway between dry and medium dry. I would actually say it's probably just at medium dry, if not between medium dry and medium sweet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's neither. I, don't, I really don't think this is all that dry. But to each their own, maybe because I like dry things so much. Or maybe I associate dry with not refreshing. So that if it's dry, be. it can't be refreshing. But maybe I'm wrong about that. One can be whatever. As most ciders are, this is gluten-free. So you can kind of Ooh, taste beer so without actually, yes, my cousin can have it. Uh, you can actually taste beer without actually drinking beer, essentially is what this means. <laughs> uh, not from concentrate, no sugar added, which is nice, which mm-hmm. I don't know if Angry Orchard Cider actually says. And if it does, holy shit, Oh, it's I sweet. doubt, yeah. <laughs> then you get a picture of a little Captain Storm along on the bottom with these little like antler rays coming from the side to give them kind of like a stamp. They smoke at a pipe. <laughs> it's a nice little photo. Crafton and can, Storm Alongside her LLC, Sherbourne and Leominster, Massachusetts. So it's brewed in two loc they have two locations.
0: Oh, they didn't mention that on the
1: stormalong.com. If they're in Massachusetts, I wonder how far away from us they are.
0: Sherborne? Yeah, uh, I didn't look up like yeah. where that is relative to like where we Boston. are in
1: Connecticut, we are like halfway between New York City and Boston to where they are both a very short drive.
0: Yeah. Well we're kind of in the New York City location. is closer than Boston.
1: Yeah, but with tr- with traffic, Boston's kind of closer than New York yeah, City. That's fair. <laughs> I've gotten to Boston, and like, well, depends, time to Boston depends got in like... It depends whether we're driving
0: or taking the train to, to the city.
1: Last time I got to Boston, I got to Boston in 50 minutes. Because there was absolutely zero traffic when I went.
0: Holy shit.
1: It was ridiculous. And then... uh New York City.
0: Oh, that was when you went to the, the, the packs east. Okay. Right
1: before the pandemic hit. Yep. Uh the no that traffic was, there was like As minutes. the
0: pandemic was hitting. Yeah. That was, oh hey, we're not gonna be there. There are a lot
1: of flank <laughs> spaces. It was still fun though. But yeah, it was like a fifty minute drive. And then New York City's Damn. usually like an hour. Sometimes it could be more. Yeah. We usually take the train in, which is an hour and a half train. Because parking in New York City is atrocious. It's shit. So So, yeah,
0: it's worth it not to pay the parking fees.
1: I'll take that extra half hour, 45 minutes that the train takes to get there. And it's less if you get the express train. Yep. Take the express train. It's like 50 minutes, 45 minutes if you're lucky. Anyway, that was a weird tangent. Sorry. Ingredients. (laughs) Freshly pressed apples, citra and equinox hops. Guava. That's it. That's it, man. Again, it's very interesting that they list the ingredients, but I guess maybe ciders usually do to see what the apples are.
0: Yeah, I guess. Although yeah. not, I feel like not all of the ciders that we had listed the specific type of apples on the can. See, I think that's That'll, a waste
1: because I think when you're doing ciders, that's essentially like hops.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so like when it, beers hide know. the hops. Yeah.
1: What kind of apples are there? I appreciate
0: that they do list it.
1: Yeah. I'd I'd like to know the apples much like I know the hops because then you can guess what the cider is going to taste like. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another wrinkle in your brain, you know, <laughs> like, ooh, this is these hops. OK, I'm interested. I'll try that. Because like, I like apples. I know what a lot of apples taste like, but I don't necessarily know yet what that is going to translate into as a cider.
0: It's true. That's a good point.
1: Like Granny Smith, my favorite apples.
0: Will they I, make a good cider? Would it make a
1: good Probably cider? I don't know. Not. I know Angry Orchard does a green apple cider.
0: Oh, do they? But
1: it's Angry Orchard, so I've never had it. So what does that taste like? I don't know. Probably sour. I, mm. mm-hmm. I've i had green apple warhead beer. It was sickeningly sweet.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it's okay. The blue was better. I recommend everyone get warhead beer. It's not beer. It's candy in a glass, but it's alcoholic <laughs> candy in a glass. <laughs> uh, but again, this is an amazing segue. You were right. Thank you. It is a great segue. It's another amazing cider. It just makes me want to try ciders more.
0: Absolutely. If you hate listening
1: to us talk about ciders? Well, too bad. We'll probably be doing more of them, but next week we'll every, be doing, every so often, yeah.
0: we'll, we'll, it'll be a smattering.
1: Because <laughs> also here is the other thing: I haven't eaten yet today, and man, the apples are getting to my stomach. Oh, <laughs> I need some food. Whereas beer is like food; it's like bread. So we yeah, can do this podcast on an empty stomach, and I'm okay. It
0: hits different. Yeah, but
1: again, super refreshing. The the I don't think on this podcast I have ever had something this refreshing. Now we've had seltzers on this podcast before. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm th- that's my takeaway. If we're doing a wrap up, mm-hmm. the refreshment of this cider is ludicrous.
2: <laughs> I don't think I've
1: ever had something in this podcast so refreshing before. I would love to get this again. Obviously, it works in the winter because it's apples and apples are fall and fall is apples and apples is fall and
2: fall oh is my apples. God. Poof,
1: <laughs> but also, this would be amazing in the summertime because mm-hmm. it's also got that tropical taste from the citra and the equinot yep and it's so refreshing i could have this on the deck in the sun under the umbrella oh. all day Faux long. show love it absolutely fantastic agree all right johnny appleseed take us out <laughs> so-
0: Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it, review it, share it with your friends and subscribe to catch our future episodes. You can find us on crackin or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at crackin or shoot us an email at crack at gmail.com with any comments, questions or suggestions because we always want to hear from you. As you admire your glass, what else you got to plug? Uh,
1: first of all, the um, little the, bit of sediment. The sediment is red. It almost looks like cinnamon. It does. It's because it's probably apples. Because it's apples, it's red set. it's sediment. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. Also, we should have mentioned that as we were discussing Rediment- the sediment at the beginning. There's actually not much. And it there is.
0: Completely- there, yeah, there really isn't. It I was- think the
1: carbonation destroys it as yeah. it goes. Anyway, I've got podcasts. <laughs> I've got this one, obviously, and I've got Forgotten Cinema, a podcast with my buddy Mike Field, where we talk about films that seem to be forgotten by audiences, whether because a more popular movie was released at the same time or the film simply seemed to be forgotten by audiences. After its initial run, we discuss what we love about it, maybe don't love about it, but we always recommend you revisit it. You never know. You might find your own Forgotten Gem. We're available at ForgottenCinemaPodcast.com or ForgottenEntertainment.com, where we have a slew of other podcasts, not just by us, that you can listen to. They're all phenomenal. Go check them out. Uh, I also do audiobooks on Audible. Uh, go check those out. Michael Butler, go look me up. I've done, there's a lot of Michael Butler's. So switch Art front and gangsters, uh, vacation planet, sour coffee at midnight, the final girl, progressive entrapment, the murder of Kelly Christopher. These are ones, these are examples of ones I've done. I've done a few more than that. Uh, but that's go check those out. Go buy them. I can't quit my day job unless you buy those books. Cause I don't get paid for those books unless you buy those books. So go ahead and buy them. Help support me. Help support my family. Help me buy ciders. Uh, That's what I need. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I know I used to promote Two Player Bros. So check that out. It's an old podcast with my buddy Dave or my brother Alex sometimes. Um, I might be starting that up again at some point soon, doing like YouTube videos and stuff like that um, once I get some time. But check out them in the meantime.
0: What is time anyway?
1: Uh, Something I don't have.
0: (laughs) And a special thanks for our theme which was composed and performed by Joe Reichert. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, good, good clink. clink. <laughs>